Good morning, coaches. This is your wake-up call. Today is Monday, May 1st, and here are the three things you need to know for the week. Number one, the Spring into Health All Access Challenge Pack promo has been extended. That's right. Smart people figured it out. We had a huge result in April with the Spring into Health promotion So we are keeping the excitement going. So we're extending our incredible $160 U.S. price, $186 Canadian price of the All Access Challenge Pack offer through August 31st, 2017. So we also have the All Access Beachbody On Demand Kickstart and Challenge and Shakeology Challenge Pack, they keep wanting to give me a longer, longer title for this thing. But if you want to kickstart your All Access Challenge Pack, $205 U.S., $237 Canadian. All you have to do is visit 3867FAQ3867 or the Promo Essentials page for all the details. Number two of the three things you need to know, the Summit 2020-17 selection guide. So Summit, if you didn't know, is two months and 12 days away. Who on your team is not going that I need to talk to? I mean, seriously, if you have not registered for Summit, you can still do that today at CoachSummit.com. And this Wednesday, May 3rd, is priority registration for the workshops and workout selection. It's open at 9 a.m. California time. You'll be alerted by email. It just dawned on me that we have a lot of things that start on Pacific time or California time. So I'm just saying, you know, it might be fun to get a little tiny clock on your desk so you know what PST is. (laughs) You know what California time is. Anyway, May 3rd is when it starts uh, registration opening and general registration opens for everybody on May 10th. So don't forget, you want to sign up for those workshops and workouts. Number three of the three things you need to know for this week is the May Success Club and Leadership Ladder promotions. So we just announced the Success Club prize for this month, which means that you connect at least three people with a pack, a coach, and a group. And this month, when you achieve Success Club, you'll receive an incredible personal development webinar from our number one New York Times bestselling author and coach and speaker, John Maxwell. Um, If you haven't heard of him, where have you been? He has written dozens and dozens of personal development books. If you want to know more about that one, it's FAQ 4257. The other thing is you're going to have an opportunity to qualify for a lot of parties um, and enjoy an evening of Mardi Gras-themed fun, food, and entertainment, New Orleans-style. So, To qualify for the Mardi Gras-themed Success Club party, you must earn Success Club 5 in both April and May with a minimum of 20 Success Club points combined over both months. The qualifiers will be notified by email around June 9th. If you want more information on that, it's FAQ 4244. And if you would like to receive an invitation to our elegant Leadership Ladder Reception Dinner, You first must qualify as a team leader, organization leader, or executive leader during the month of May and be paid as a two-star diamond coach or higher. FAQ 4246 has all of that information. 
Those are the three things you need to know for the week, and it's about time that I introduce our host. It's not Jess, because I'm, I'm, I'm hoping Jeff got out of that elevator, but it is our president of network marketing, Michael Neiman. Hey, Sandy. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I'm excited to sit in for Jeff. Jeff uh, is a travel day. He just wrapped up the coral wave of the uh, of the Success Club trip, which um, you know I I, I got to rush through this a little bit because we have a fantastic coach who is speaking to us today. As a matter of fact, our coach today uh, we don't have a Hall of Fame of coaches, but if we did, uh, I know that she would be a part of it. But but before we get into recognition and and hearing from Lindsay Matway, um, I, I just I just got back. Uh, I was on the teal wave of the Success Club trip and part of the coral wave, and it just reminds me how incredible uh, being at a Team Beachbody event is. The The trip was spectacular. The, the weather, um, even though uh, we had bursts of sunshine and, and, and tiny bursts of rain and cloud, but overall, it was just a, a burst of absolute rejuvenating energy to be on that Success Club trip. Uh, the, the coaches there got to do their first workouts with our brand new super trainer, Chris Downing, who I have to tell you, you've probably seen the reviews of people, um, but I, I did Chris's workout, and it is not only uh, challenging, but if I could do it, anybody can do it. Uh, it's motivating, and Chris is just going to be a phenomenal addition to the trainer, but we had Autumn there, who was phenomenal. Joel and Jericho there were phenomenal. Uh, we heard from Carl, uh, an incredible session with Carl and Isabel Deichler on Shakeology, which we're going to try and get some footage of and get that out there because uh, if there was, if you ever wavered at all about what an incredible uh, uh, solution we have in Shakeology after listening to Isabel, you know why that is such an incredible product. Um, but, you know, the, the one thing I just wanted to touch base on um, – today, just coming back from that Success Club trip, which I think, you know, so often we hear about going to these types of trips or events or are those aha moments for coaches. And and particularly because I know she's going to probably talk about it, but Lindsay Matway, uh, long ago when she was kind of a newbie coach, there was a little uh, scout out uh, I forget what we called it. It was like scout out the trip uh, promotion. And Lindsay said, I've got to be, uh, I've got, I want to go to Cabo. That was one of the prizes we had uh, at the time. And she said, I've got to do that. I got to qualify for it. And, I think that that might have been a turning point in her business. Well, I'm excited that in May, Sandy didn't announce it, so I want to make sure that we announce it. Um, like I said, the Success Club trips are incredible. As you know, uh, our Success Club trip next year to um, – the the uh, Riviera Maya Hard Rock Riviera Maya is is already full, but here's the deal, particularly for our newer coaches, we have a special promotion that is starting in May and is going to go through the end of the year through December, where. This is only for diamonds and below. So our newer coaches, our emerging rank coaches, this is only for you. You have a small window to be able to attend the Success Club 2018 trip. And here's how it works. Uh, for those coaches that start, we're going to do this every month, May through December. At the start of the month, if you are a lifetime rank of Diamond and Below, you're eligible. And we're going to give away three rooms 
to the next trip. That's right. The rooms are completely paid for, a tier one room, uh, to the next Success Club trip. Uh, and we're going to give away three rooms a month, and you earn it by being the top point earner in each month. And you earn points two ways. One, through your personal Success Club points, but you also get an additional point for every personally sponsored coach who has at least one Success Club point. They don't have to qualify for Success Club. Basically, one Challenge Pack sale, one Shakeology HD sale in that month will also earn you points. And so that'll be over the next eight months, we're going to give away three rooms a month, 24 rooms. And at the end of the year, we're going to look back over the whole five-month period, or I'm sorry, eight-month period, and the whoever has the most cumulative points over that whole eight months you're also going to earn one of the rooms. So you can only earn a room once. Uh, check out FAQ4227 for all the details. But I am excited because having those newer coaches on the trip makes it even that much more special. So, all right, that's enough talking from me. Let me turn it over to a, a particularly important part of the call, and that is when we get to celebrate the great success of our coaches. So, Darren, are you there? You bet, Michael. Take Here it away. Go. Good morning, coaches. All right, so let's jump right in with our new Diamond coaches this week. Here they are. Congratulations to Christy Alquist, Ashley Alexander, Sarah Batista, Tammy Beignet from Canada, Genevieve Bouchard, Paige Bryant, Robert Cameron, Ashley Canfield, Kayla Cardenas, Mira Clerk, Jill Cleek, Courtney Cook, Christine Copeland, Megan Crowell, Jennifer Curtin, Shauna Sear. Diana DeSmith, Kate Dixon, Jessica Doyle, Alicia Dupree, Brianna Ellis, Jayana Francis, Anthony Garcia, Shelby Gonzalez, Patrick Grafton, Vanessa Hager from Canada, Rhiannon Hallam, Courtney Hogan, Karen Horn, Felicia Hurst, Danielle Einberg, Charity Jenkins, Colleen Jones, Heather Konovich from Canada, Natasha LaFontaine, Landon Longston, from, uh, Langston, from Canada, Mark Letourneau, Michael Lupu, Sarah McKinney, Catherine Miller, Katie Minahan, Stephanie Mullins-Bell, Stephanie Nelson, Gina Orlowski, Alyssa Petroni, Gary Pilkington, Charlotte Ramzinski, Joy Rivard, Zara Robinson, uh, Valerie Rodriguez-Cruz, Mary Rucker, Michaela Shipley, Victoria Stokes, Brittany Terrell, from Canada, Jessica Thompson, Kelly Trudell, the next two from Canada, Jocelyn Yejuda and Marie-Lise Velo, Andrea Venezia, Louise Volpe, and Adam Wiernig. That was a great list of diamonds. Congratulations, guys. Now on to the star diamonds for the week from Canada, Lindsay Fortney, Jolie McLeod, Kyla Natal from Canada, Crystal Parsival, Michael Richard, and Dara Rockholt. And our newest two-star diamond this week, Caitlin Dutchman. And, coaches, we have two new three-star diamond coaches. Congratulations to Laura Anderson and Jamma Nelson. And our newest four-star diamond this week, that would be Brooke Orchard. Coaches, we have a new five-star diamond as well, Molly Asplin. And our newest six-star diamond coach this week, Haley Christian. All right, that was a great list of rank advancements this week. Good job, guys. Now on to the top success club runners for the week. And tied in the top spot. Congratulations to Laura Wright and Jolie McLeod. We also had Holly uh, Hillier, Amy Silverman, and Ashley Molstad. All right, coaches, that's it for today. 
Way to go, and congratulations once again to all on the call today. It was a, it was also so great seeing a lot of you in Punta Cana last week, and safe travels to those of you headed back home today. One last thing, just a reminder, for those of you planning on walking across the stage at Summit this July, qualification starts this Thursday, May 4th, to hit your six weeks for Star Diamond and above qualification. That gets you right into our June 15th deadline for recognition, okay? You can check out uh, FAQ number 2003 for more information. Check it out. And it wouldn't be complete unless we said to make it a fantastic week. All right, guys. Back to you, Michael. Thank you, Darren. You know, I have to say, Darren, you read those names beautifully. They just roll off your tongue, and they go by so fast. And I, I wish there was a way. I wish this call was longer, and those names could kind of go through in slow motion because it really is phenomenal the, what coaches are accomplishing and the work that it takes and the leadership it takes to develop your teams to to uh, increase your rank and move up. So I just want to say congratulations to all of you that have moved up in rank. I know usually Jeff is hosting this call, and I'm on my way into work listening to the call, and I really try and focus on those names that, that Darren is reading because uh, I, I just know what a tremendous um, dedication and work and success that, it, 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 that, that comes with that dedication and work. And so I commend and give all of you a little individual standing ovation for uh, each, each one of you that have advanced in rank. Uh, but now, uh, I'm very excited to um, welcome our guest speaker um, today. She's um, I, I've had the good fortune of uh, being able to travel the world with her on some of our Elite Ten trips. Uh, she was our 2007. No, she was she was a 2000. Um, and 17 uh, top 10 elite. Uh, she was a five-time top 10. Um, she was a uh, top coach. The list goes on. Uh, she's been a coach for eight years. It's amazing what she's accomplished. She is uh, our first and very only superstar four coach, meaning that four of her business centers have reached 15-star diamond rank. Incredible. She has 105 personally sponsored diamonds and above spread across her sixth business center. Uh, she's only qualified for Success Club in 81 consecutive months with 78 of those 81s in Success Club 10 or higher. Uh, it's just remarkable what um, this coach has accomplished in her eight years. Uh, she's also a fairly new uh, mom for the second time. Uh, it's my pleasure um, to introduce um, my friend and uh, uh, just, like I said, one, one of of our great legend coaches from Clearwater, Florida, Lindsay Matway. Lindsay, Thank there. Thank you, Michael. And I and I I was happy to hear you call me a friend because I consider you the same. And it has been seriously such an awesome journey just to get to know the Beachbody family, which has been like a really cool thing to see because you see the inner workings of the company, and it just makes you so much more proud to be a part of it. So, so Lindsay, I was shocked to hear that like you have not been on a call, a national wake-up call in a couple of years. Um, so you would think that probably everybody knows Lindsay that way, but since it's been that long, there's probably a few people that don't know Lindsay Matway. So why don't you first uh, jump in by telling us a little bit about you and what motivated you to become a coach? Yeah, I was crazy to hear that it's been two years. Time flies. But um, just to let you guys know, I mean, for those who are new coaches, I think sometimes, and I remember being a new coach and hearing these credentials thrown, I was like, oh, my gosh, you know. 
But I want you to understand that I started exactly where you are. Um, when I started this business, I was 25, and I was a new mom, actually, for the first time, and was in really financial shambles. My daughter was born premature, and we acquired massive amounts of debt. I'm talking $400,000, um, just of the medical stuff. And I was my light at the end of the tunnel, the thing that I had always thought, I was going to do something great with my life. I knew I was meant to do something big, had really dimmed, and I didn't know where to start. Um, I ended up wanting to get back in shape after I had her and get back in control of one aspect of my life. And so I decided, okay, I'm going to do this weird infomercial program called P90X because I couldn't drop off a sick preemie at the gym. And I did it, and it was really strange. It actually took me four times to actually stick with it. I quit four, three times prior um, but once I did start to compete against myself and I start, started the DV and I said, okay, last time I made it 11 minutes, I'm going to go 12. And I started to compete. And little by little, I started to get through the entire program. I started to post about it on social media. Back then, it was MySpace. And um, I started to have other people ask me what I was doing. And one day, my husband and I looked at each other and we're like, okay, I'm making this money, a lot of, this company a lot of money referring the people to P90X. So I'm going to call them and see if they have some sort of referral program. And lo and behold... I became a coach lead, and the person that I ended up under um, was not working the business. But I really felt in my heart, like, this is something I could do. You know, I, I just knew that I needed to change my lifestyle as a bartender previously. And I had a decision to make, and I could either choose, you know, to say, okay, my coach isn't working. It's not going to work for me. Um, I might as well just give up now. I might as well quit for six months, go wait and sign up under somebody else. But I decided, you know what, no, I had done that prior in my past. I had two alcoholic parents and a really hectic life. I had always blamed them for my lack of success, but I decided, okay, I'm going to draw in the sand and I'm going to make my own way. I'm going to become the kind of coach I wished I would have had. And that's what I did. Um, when Michael talked about the Cabo trip, that was six months into my business. They offered that. I had never done anything above Success Club 10. So when they announced that the top three people would earn a trip, um, I grew up with people with a family that never went on a trip more than you know, 20, 30 miles away. So I really wanted to take my family or my husband on that trip. And I decided, okay, it was a clean slate. It was a new month. And it's funny that this happens to be a new month, a clean slate, a new challenge, very similar to the one that really made me push forward. And I decided, okay, everybody's at zero. Melanie Mitro's at zero. I'm at zero. Every top coach that you admire right now is at zero success club points. And I thought to myself, all right, so I just have to outwork them for this one month. What if I just go balls to the wall, see where I end up, and I did, and lo and behold, uh, blood, sweat, and tears came in that month, but I ended up second in that challenge, and I remember when they called me for it, literally, it was like the glass ceiling that I had placed over my life of what was possible for me shattered, and ever since, and it gives me chills to saying that, but ever since then, I have applied that same mentality that I have with PNNDX, that I'm just going to beat my own personal best. I'm just going to push myself a little bit harder. I'm just going to keep growing a little bit more, and I stopped comparing myself to others, I started focusing on myself, and that's what's happened over the last uh, seven and a half years. So I wanted to share about challenge groups because it's obviously the bread and butter of our business. It's um, what really had inspired me at the very beginning to be able to want to pay this forward, to want to grow in that area. Um, but a thing that I hear a lot from coaches, because I get a lot of coaches that are on my team reaching out to me for help, is that, you know, I can't do a, a challenge group because I've never been a part of one. I've I don't know what it's like to be in a successful challenge group. I don't know what to do. I don't have scripts for my coaches. I wish I was on your team. And I want you to ask yourself, like, if blaming your coach were exactly like blaming your parents, 
maybe you don't have the best family upbringing, for you not using your personal gifts that you were given to be able to go out into this world and make a huge difference, it's the same exact thing. So, yes, we would all love to have the most perfect parents that are supportive and encouraging and that, you know, give us the exact plan on how to be successful. But the fact of the matter is we don't all have that yet, you know. So you have to make your own way, and you have to decide at some point that you are going to become the kind of coach you wish you would have had. And when it comes to not knowing how to run a group, it's funny. I swear there's a bunch of, like, synchronicity going on right now. But today in my On This Day on Facebook is a post from six years ago of my team and I doing our very, very first uh, challenge group. It was called the Summer Slim Down. And it was before Beachbody ever had challenge packs. It was before you could ever have a challenge group, and there was no script, and there was no experience from anybody on our end. We were just normal customers who had developed into coaches. I don't have any type of nutrition background or fitness background, um, but we were freaking passionate. We were so excited about what we were about to do. We were coming up with new ideas every single day. We went, we just totally winged it. It was just by the seat of our pants. But let me tell you what coach came from that challenge group, and that coach today is Melanie Mitro. That's where she started as a customer in that first challenge group when we had no idea what we were doing. So it doesn't necessarily matter that you have all the right things to go into your challenge group, that it's all perfectly packaged because passion sells. Really, passion is what's going to convict people in that group. They're going to be so much more excited to be a part of your group versus a group that has all the knowledge, it has all the how-to, but no passion. And I can tell you that from experience because about six months ago, I had this sort of dark shadow over my business, and I was really getting frustrated because I personally had fallen out of love with challenge groups. I just was going through the motions with it. I actually eventually ended up hiring an assistant. I was like, you know what, can you just – I want to focus on the coaching side. I like training the coaches. So let me just give you my scripts from previous challenge groups, and you can copy and paste them in there. We can schedule them out. And then just go in there and, like, comment on people's stuff every once in a while and try to get them engaged. And I'm going to focus my, my passion, my excitement on my coaches. And there was this weird thing that happened, this shift that happened where my challenge groups were like crickets. Even though the information I thought was pretty darn good, it had worked previously, my heart was not there. And I had to ask myself as I looked around at my challenge groups and my, my coaches were failing, my coaches weren't doing as well as they had previously, I wasn't seeing any great results come out of the, out of the groups, what was I doing wrong? And I remember the people that actually shook me out of it is I saw two coaches that are in my downline, Jamie and Kim Fitzpatrick, and they were so passionate about their challenge groups. They're going live all the time, they're sharing all these exciting ideas, coming up with fun things. I'm like, man, I miss when I was a new coach and I felt like that about challenge groups. And then I had to ask myself, like, okay, what are you going to do about it? You know, just like another analogy would be marriage. You know, you're going to go into a relationship. You're super in love with each other in the beginning. It's so easy to just, like, overlook everything that's annoying about it, that person, and focus on all the good. But all of a sudden, you know, things get real, and you have to re-fall back in love with that person. Otherwise, you start to think, oh, it's going to be easier for me just to move on to the next business or the next relationship because it's not fun anymore. I'm not passionate about it anymore. But I want to ask you guys to ask yourself, what happens when that one becomes dull? And then what happens when the next one becomes dull? You're going to keep switching it up. No, you have to re-fall back in love with what you fell in love with in the beginning because obviously there was something there. So I asked myself this question. I said, what did I love about this when I started? 
And the, the answer came immediately. It wasn't the income, because trust me, without an upline sponsor, without a strong leg, it took me a lot longer to get going. It was the fact that I was connecting with like-minded people, that I was being a catalyst by me focusing on changing myself for others to have the courage to do it themselves as well. And so I asked myself these questions, and I'm going to ask you to ask yourself as well. How can I add unique value? What would I love to learn in a group? What fun topics would interest me? What are some of the topics that I know more than the average person about? What are some areas that I'm wanting to grow? Maybe you don't have something that you find yourself to be an expert at. Where do you want to grow? I remember when I was thinking about that, I wanted to grow in my faith. I wanted to be able to dig deeper into that. And so I took a book that I was going to read anyway, and I turned that into a challenge group. And I didn't know. I didn't have the book read before I got in the challenge group. I just threw myself into it, and it convicted me to grow in that area. What are some unique ways that I can connect with my challengers versus the ways that you're doing with it now? How can I create more of a sense of community in my challenge groups? And what are some fun ways to create engagement? So when I went to that drawing board and I answered those questions, I started to think of all these unique ways that I could start to use my other interests in my niche market, the things that I tend to attract with new moms and things like that, to be able to run groups that were unique to me, that stood out amongst the rest. It wasn't just a clean eating group. It wasn't just a you know, normal basic challenge group. It was my group. It was something that was special to me. And so what I tried to do in testing how much interest there would be is I ran a free group first. So for me personally, I started to do goal-setting groups. I love that topic. I've learned a lot about it, and I felt like, okay, even if someone's not a coach, they still have goals they want to achieve, so I can help them do that. So I ran a free group. And what I did is I added free value. I got referrals because I said, hey, this group's free. Do you know anyone that wants to set goals and, you know, join us? And they would tag people in that, and I would have new people in my network. Um, I gauged the interest on the topic. If we got into the groove and it kind of stalled out, I realized, okay, that's probably not the best one. Let's move forward. Um, I connected more naturally with people. It was easy for me to go into that free group afterwards and connect and be like, hey, I wanted to get your feedback. This is the first time I've ever done this group. What was your experience like? Did you end up finishing all of them? Things like that. And then it was easy for me to also add them to a challenge group and say, hey, if you enjoyed this, I'm going to be doing an entire series for the next three weeks on goal setting, digging a little deeper, and even working towards those goals, you know, taking your health and fitness ones into play. And that's how I kind of take that free group and move it over. So it could be mom hacks and mocktails or five steps to achieving your goals or the happiness project is something I just saw posted. Or even if you're a couponer, it could be couponing one-on-one. It doesn't have to be health and fitness. So think outside the box. This is your business. You get to be creative and you get to be true to your brand and what you're passionate about. The next thing I realized I wasn't doing that was really kicking me in the butt was setting clear expectations with both my challengers and my apprentice coaches, which is what I call basically a new coach that I'm letting shadow me and my challenge groups. I wasn't setting clear expectations. I was throwing them in, expecting them to just know what to do with it, and then getting frustrating behind the scenes that nobody's showing up. Nobody's actually doing the assignments, my coaches included. So I had to teach them how to treat the challenge and what I expected from them, what they would expect from me. If you don't set boundaries, you can't be mad at someone if they cross these invisible boundaries that you have in your head. So you have to really be clear with that ahead of time before they get started because that's when they're motivated. And then if they break those things, you have to own your value and stay true to your word and reach out to them and say, hey, I need you to step up you know, in this area this week because you really do define the energy that goes into this group. It really does change the experience for these people. And now that I've done that, I'm seeing my coaches step up to the plate, and I'm also seeing my challengers 
know exactly what I expect from them. A lot of times these people have never been in groups before, so they don't know what exactly is expected of them, and then they're nervous because it's scary to put yourself out there in a free group. So the next thing would be building a community. I wanted to find fun assignments I could do to help them get to know each other. Um, one of the scarier things I have them do is we have a prep week, and I do have them post a short one-minute video just introducing themselves, sharing, you know, how they came across the group, what excited them about it, what their goals were by the end of it, um, where they're from, and things like that. So they can connect and know, oh, that girl has a son the same age as mine, or this person's, you know, close to my city, or whatever it might be, so that they're starting to connect. And I make sure that I share first. So I want to put my video out there to put my guard down and show them by example of what I'm looking for to begin with. Next. Okay, cool. Just tell them a second. Um, next, I would do like fun challenges where they team up. So I like to encourage them to friend request each other. I like to have little things where we do success partners um, so that they can start to connect with each other and form a deeper bond. And then the next thing would be to reward, reward those who encourage and share. So public recognition and small prizes crazy enough, go a long way. People do a lot for just public recognition. So even me just making a simple thing of like encourager of the week can be a big thing to help the momentum of the challenge group really rise. Next, there's cool features on Facebook now like going live. All that energy that you bring when you are like in peak state going in there, that helps those people to also get that energy from you and to get fired up about it. I also realized, oh, my gosh, I haven't been participating with them. I'm just talking to them. I'm not talking with them. And so I started to share my own journey, of course. Like, I, like Michael said, I just had another baby, so I've been focusing on my own weight loss journey again, and that's been really cool to actually feel like I'm in this with them. It also allows these customers that are experiencing these type of challenge groups with that much energy and passion and uniqueness to realize the value that we bring as coaches and makes them naturally want to pay that forward. I realized that the challenge groups I did prior or after I started to do these more unique groups, these people started to naturally come to me and want to sign up as coaches. And then it was so much easier for them to get started because they knew what it was to be a challenger. They knew how exciting and how fun it was. And it was a tribe that actually supported them. And they felt passionate about going out and talking to people about it rather than than just signing up as a coach right out the get-go, being totally scared to ever talk about it, you know, those kind of things I'm sure we've all experienced in the past. So lastly, I want you to ask yourself, what would happen if I had a Yelp account for my, my, for my business, for my challenge groups? If, they, if there was a Yelp out there that said so-and-so's challenge group, what kind of reviews would you be getting? And also, what kind of reviews would you want? So I wanted to share this guy. His name's Joe. He has a place in, in Idaho, or no, in Utah. And while I was on a trip there five years ago to visit corporate, I stopped by this random place. He had really good YouTube, or YouTube Yelp reviews, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to go see. And literally, this guy's energy was off the chain. I mean, I walked in, and it was like he was my best friend, and we were going to be lifelong friends. I don't know what happened. He still hasn't called me, but he was incredible, and I never forgot how Joe made me feel to this day, five years later, I still remembered the name of his place. I still remembered him, his smile, exactly what he looked like. And so I went on Yelp, and I was reading through some of the reviews. And it says, uh, Joe is seriously one of the greatest restaurant owners ever. He's super friendly and genuinely cares about his customers. Another one said, Joe treats all of his customers as if they've been regulars for many years. This was our first visit, and he talked to us like we were good friends. Another one said, 
If nothing else, you need to visit this place just because of Joe. He's so much fun. The food is pretty good as well. And then the last one said, Joe's openness when you walk in the door makes me excited to be there even more than the food. And I thought about our challenge groups. We all have the same product, right? But it's us that makes the difference. It's us that they're going to remember. You know, the product is all the same. But if you go to, I've been to super nice steakhouses where I had an awesome meal, but a crappy experience with the owner or with the server, and I've never gone back to that place. I've gone to a hole, which is what Joe's Cafe is, a hole in the wall, had a meal that I don't remember, but I remember Joe, and if I ever find myself in Pogo again, I will be at Joe's Cafe. That is our difference as a coach, and that's really where we need to focus, and I've refocused, and I have found so much more passion. I have re-fallen back in love with my business, and I've seen my coaches succeed because of it. So I hope that that helps to give you some insight on coaching and challenge groups. Lindsay, that helped in so many ways. First of all, because I'm going to be in Provo in two weeks, so I can go to Joe's. So <laughs> got to go thank to Joe's. You. Thank you for the recommendation. But, you know, it's funny. I, I was just uh, – I kept wanting to interrupt, but you were on a roll, so I, I didn't, and I'm glad that I didn't. But, um, but you know, I was thinking back I, – maybe it was six years ago, seven years ago when we were first – sort of formally introducing challenge groups and challenge packs, mm -hmm. which um, I think it was at a leadership event. And I remember that you were on stage and that you were kind of sharing sort of your early, I guess you would call it scripts or your, yep. you know, the, the invitation that, that you would send out to people. And what I thought was so fantastic, this is way back when, and again, I, I'm, I'm sure that how the, your techniques have, have evolved over the time, but there were a couple things that stuck out that I remember in that. One was around sort of expectations. I remember yeah. that in the little invitation that you would send out people to join your challenge group, you were really clear on what they what their expectations should be in terms of joining the group. And I thought that that was really good. And two, the other thing that I think was just so great, in, and, and I think it came across from what you said today, was that you really talked about what you as a coach were going to bring to that challenge group. And, right. and, and that, that really, when somebody sells a challenge pack, yes, you get you know, this great workout program. Yes, you get uh, this daily dose of dense nutrition with Shakeology. But just as important, you are getting a coach who is going to actually keep you motivated, keep you engaged to get that. And I, and, and I think that the, the value of the coach and the importance of the coach, you were promoting that really early on. Agreed. And I think that, you know, one other thing to keep in mind is that you're not going to motivate every single person that comes into your group because obviously they have to motivate themselves. But I will tell you, you can stay in control of the fact that you are motivated by focusing on the things that I talked about today. And I think that's the most important thing. We can't help every single person, but we can focus on leading by example, and we can all up our game in that area. Yeah, and, and I loved I, – I also just love that, you know, you talked about your first challenge group, that, you know, you, you were basically winging it. Um, mm -hmm. and, and I have to say that, you know, for all of the coaches that, that at some point have – said, uh, you know, oh, if I were only not on an inside leg or, oh, right. if I, you know, if I only had a better sponsor, I could do something, but, you know, I'm just stuck where I am. Um, I think that this call and you and your actions over the last seven and a half years 
have shown that it really doesn't matter where you are in this organization. It really doesn't matter, who, you know, who your sponsor is. Ultimately, what matters is you and 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 your vision and your ability to dive in and ultimately your passion to help people. Um, if you can stay consistent with that and stay engaged with your own passion, it's really limitless of, of what can be accomplished. Absolutely. If that's the one thing we can get through, I mean, I've never had a coach place under me ever, and I've done okay. So you guys, yeah. So, so speaking of do doing, <laughs> speaking of doing okay, um, I mean, so so you talked a little bit about your background, but but right. really, what has how has being a Beachbody coach changed your life and changed you? Um, you know, it's hard to put it into one paragraph. It's changed every aspect of our lives. You know, we have now a home that we paid in full when we bought it. I decided I had lost my previous home um, to foreclosure and was hiding my car, you know, and just had made some poor decisions, but then life circumstances compounded on that. And now we own this house. We have a beach house that we're using as a rental. We've been able to be both home with our our children, you know, with the second baby. It's been such a, a reminder of how incredible this business is. The fact that my husband missed, he was working all the time. He missed our first child when she was all the way through probably a year old um, because of having to work so much. And he's been, you know, just as equal a partner as I have been this entire time. And to me, that's priceless. We just are so thankful that our friends are, you know, our team has become our best friends. We have a tribe of people that literally, it's probably one of the best blessings of all is just to be surrounded by people who get it and you get to experience life with and our children get to grow up together. So it's in every way, but even more so just the fact that our family, the legacy that we're going to leave our children is so different from the legacy that we were passed down. And I want that for so many people, you know, I want them to realize their potential and be able to to tap into that and and to change. Well, Lindsay, thank you so much. I mean, this was such a great call. Um, I hope that if if you weren't taking notes through it, go back and listen to the replay because I think that you really outlined um, uh, all the facets of what goes into um, not just running a challenge group, but but more importantly, um, engaging with people um, in a way that's going to keep them motivated, keep them getting success, um, personal success, and, and experiencing really the team Beachbody culture through a challenge group, which ultimately will lead them to hopefully becoming a coach and helping other people too. So, Lindsay, say uh, hi to Billy and the girls, and I can't wait to see you guys, and thanks again for being on the call. Absolutely. Don't make me wait two years. I know. <laughs> All right, Sandy, I'm going to turn it over to you. Thank you. We really should not wait much longer to have you on, Lindsay. Um, I just want to say one thing before we end this call, and that is when I first talked to Lindsay about doing this call, and she said, oh, I, I want to talk about challenge groups because I got away from it. My heart wasn't into it, and I thought, wow, she's so high up there in the accomplishments and, and you know, like Michael said, kind of a Hall of Famer. Um, but she's still doing the same activities that new coaches are doing, and she's still looking for better ways to do them and make them motivational and make them, you know, keep keep going with them. So really great tips. I loved this call. Thank you so much. Um, you're going to want to listen to it again. We're going to post it up in about half an hour. That number to call back is 832-225-5065. Make it a great day, everybody. Bye-bye.